more of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Five after five, uh, Eastern Summertime here on High Tide. Grant Boyden, Kieran Ricky, and Alan Blake in the studio. And gentlemen... Laurie McAnally oh, on the phone. I said I wanted to know what's happening in South West Rocks, didn't I? You did. Good morning, Laurie Mac. Yes, good morning, Blakey. Glad to hear you back. No. You're like me when I go to Sydney. Yeah, that's it. The, the best view you can ever have of Sydney is going down that big hill from the Hawkesbury and you can see Sydney in the background <laughs> up the rear vision mirror. <laughs> I'd be quite happy to go back to sea. There's no problem. Oh, oh no, look, going to sea is lovely. Yeah, except you, that's, you, you'll, you'll learn, oh, on your boat it's all right, you, you can stay upright, but if you're on a sailing boat, you've got to be like the old pirates and have a peg leg, so <laughs> you can adjust the, your walking height to the lean of the boat. Careful what you're saying, Grant's a sailor. I know, I've got to change all that. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm the one that walks, for a week walks funny. Hey? I'm the one that walks Hang on, funny. you're an ex-sailor, that's why. True. It's me, I've sailed a little bit. Yeah. yeah. What is it, pick on sailor yeah, day but today? You don't walk it? funny. <laughs> no, I don't walk funny, but if, you, know, you can spend two or three days with the yacht heeled over one way. You think, you know, <laughs> and downstairs is always like just there's never enough room. You can't swing a cat. No. The biggest problem is downstairs on, on the yacht. You never know which way it's going to go a pitch or yaw or roll. No, 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 on a yacht, everyone whinges about my snoring. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, on a charter boat, this is no joke, I'm on a charter boat doing, we, we did a circumnavigation of um, Numea yeah. on, a, on a 42 um, uh, Halverson, HMG, whatever it was. Anyway, I paid and I got made to sleep on the, on the top of the cat, on the top deck <laughs> with the mosquitoes. Couldn't yeah. have been that loud, you weren't waking yourself up. We have the same problem at sea. Um, Paulie uh, snores a little bit yeah, and yeah. Batty and Paulie share a cabin. Yeah. But Batty said it's great when the motor's running. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway. It's to do with the but amount of alcohol you blast on shoe. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> we call, I will say, if you, uh, when you do a circumnavigation of those sort of places, it's, uh, you, get to some, you go to some villages and things, they don't see too many people. Yeah. You know, and someone comes in and gives them a couple of 50-pound yellowfin, they think you're their best, second best friend. Yeah. And are you going to stay for a week? No, we're just <laughs> I've told the story through. before, Loz, a couple of times. Uh, Schumacher and I have gone to Vanuatu. Yep, lovely place. Right. Lovely, one of the loveliest places on yep. earth, yeah. And anyhow, we've, we've found, we've seen a spot that we thought might be good to fish that had a bit of, um, a, a, like a channel running out to the ocean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyhow, we caught a cab down there. And the cabbie wouldn't stay. But, you know, he said, ring me, I'll come back. I don't stay, I don't stay. It's taboo. Right? <clears throat> yeah. Anyhow, Jim yeah, well, and I are fishing away for a couple of hours. Palm and palm fish. You can't fish there. Why is that? What's across palm leaves mean? A taboo. taboo. No fishing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But we had to, we, we went back, we've got these fish, you know, there's about, we've got about seven or eight fish. And we're walking back off this, like, rock wall, you know? Yeah. And uh, standing at the end of the rock wall was about 20 blokes with spears and bows <laughs> and arrows. 
So we just handed them the fish <laughs> present <laughs> for you. <clears throat> and made our way back further up the track, and the cabby was waiting on the road. We have a little taste of that in the Solomons here. Our, play, our village, our fish. Yes. But that's all right. I'm happy to give them the fish. Yeah. So, anyway, we, 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 in this village, in South West Rocks Village, this week there's plenty of fish. <laughs> and we, in, I didn't realise we were going to start doing Bible studies on the, on the <laughs> fishing program. <laughs> You should have heard the off-air stuff, Laurie. We get racing on the fishing program. I think it's my job to bring fishing to the fishing program. Good idea. So if you were talking about some people wrote in about the lures. No, I, I, I didn't really cut off. I, um, I was trying to get the point across last week. A, the lures, you can buy the lures. I've been since pointed out there's a thing called the internet, which I knew. <laughs> I've copped it three times this week. You know, what did I get yesterday? Old school. Yeah, I knew about old school. Um, I've got revved up for... I missed the... I didn't miss it. I had about three goes backing down the boat ramp and one of the charter boats <laughs> gave me a rev up. Because I, I, it was... The, the lights over the ramp of... of uh, and I was on my own, so there was no one to sort of, you know, left and right me. And I sort of... And you don't want to bash into... You don't want to look stupid and bash into the the uh, thing in the middle, of the walkway in the middle. So I, I, I was just being very careful with my outfit. <laughs> anyway, I got that. And the, the same charter boat, by the same token, about four hours later, who he had one fish on board, I bagged out. I actually let him snuggle into my burly slick and take over the school of fish that was under my boat as I left. So I don't know that I'll get a rev up from him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> If he wants, if, if he wants a few fish, and uh, yeah, what else did? Oh, it was last week's one too when I broke my rib. That that doctor, it's, you know, he told me old old people take longer to heal than young people. I turned, I, I kept looking around behind me, I'm trying to find who he's talking about. Look in the mirror. I'd get a second opinion. That's, that's yeah, ask Julie, thing. she'll tell you. Anyway, <laughs> she will tell. She actually told the, the young fellow who fished with me, Jasper. She gave him a couple of home truths. He's a teenager, but, you know, the guy gave him a couple of home truths through the week. I don't think anyone's ever spoken to him like that before. <laughs> but that's good for them every now and again. Yeah, but Julie's like, Julie's likely then to talk to the mother and say, hey, listen, you've you know, you gone wrong here. This is what you should have done. Oh, I think Julie used some words he mightn't have heard for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Just by the way, Jasper Hat is the proud owner of a brand new six um, six horsepower Tohatsu for oh, his good. little boat after he, old Tohatsu gave up the ghost. Okay. So how's that? And because some people put their hands in their pocket for him uh, to get him a brand new shiny black Tohatsu, the local dealer Nathan at the Trial Bay Marine, <laughs> yeah. he threw in the first service for free. Oh, good to see. Well Looking done. after a good young fisherman. Good. Anyway, Jasper yesterday got uh, he what did he get? He got uh, we got a couple of Spaniards and um, what five five spot six body sorry six body mackerel. I gave them all away. Yes, I was running around town ringing people up to give them fish. I don't. I'm just, I can't go fishing now because there's no one else to give fish to. <laughs> you lost my number. Hey, <laughs> have you lost my number? You know, I told you, get on the bus and come up here. You can get to train here. You know. No, no, we've, we've um, organised a flight up. Blakey's going to fly us up. There's me. You hope. We have we have Royal Jer- we have Royal Jerseyville Airport just across the road from me. Yeah, Stevie Butler, myself. Uh, no room for Kieran, unfortunately. But he's been here. Anyway, well, there's only room on the boat for two. I'm, I'm, and in fact, if I take the front seat out, there's only room on the boat for one. 
which I got a lot of criticism for from people at the store. There's no room lots, no seats. No, you, so how many boats can he have on it, Al? How Six. Many, how many? Yeah, no, no, no. He's got room for the pilot. That's all he needs. No, but <laughs> how many is it licensed for? Six. Six, see? Yeah, well, no, the boat takes six in the river, but six yeah. is crowded on that boat. That's right. Hang on, two's crowded where I'm concerned. I'm, it's all right with a little jockey-sized 14-year-old. He's okay. The rest of them, I've got my mate Terry. He's 100 and, I don't know, he doubles the fuel bill when he comes. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, look, um, yeah, so we were talking about, if you go back to the lures, I was told that because the, the internet, you can actually buy these lures on the internet from China and other places and... All I was trying to get across is the cup face lures that's with a concave head and not a bullet head um, are better for trolling fast because because the, the concave grabs the water. That's what all I was trying to explain was the concave grabs the water and, and holds the lure across the wind. If you use bullet heads, the wind will just blow them sideways if it's breezy. And you because you're trolling fast, you've got a lot of line out the and I didn't want to get too much into the maths with Kieran. I know his eyes glaze over when, you know. So, but um, the faster you troll, the further back the lure has to go for whatever reason. So if you're doing... So time it's, you get it's to 20 under the an top hour, of the water. Otherwise it's in the fish tail. Yeah, the, yeah so the, the, uh, the fish close... We figure the fish sort of go out around the boat and close in behind the boat. So... Um, we're mostly trolling about 50 metres. The lures are about 50 metres behind the boat, and maybe even a bit more than that sometimes. So you've got them back a fair way behind you as you're charging around. But anyway, there's a lot more people trolling this week after all the fish we've been catching. So, uh, And I think the, the, the lure shop had a heap of very shiny uh, um, high-speed lures in the other day. So I, got, I picked one up. I thought, oh, that's pretty nice. I walked away and I put it on my bill. I looked. Twenty nine dollars. I thought. Mate, for a <laughs> I was buying these. I was buying these in China for eighty seven cents. <laughs> <laughs> inflation, Laurie. Inflation. Is that what it is? Yeah. I tell you what. At the retail end, there's plenty of it. <laughs> I, I tell you what, Laurie. Dave will be very happy that you've you've covered through that. So thank you very much. What we might do is take a quick break. Thanks, Come Laurie, back. I do have a lot of fishing report to get through. Yeah, we'll do that on the other side of this break. Sixteen after five Eastern Summertime. Weekends, breakfast to midday with Dave Cochran. Will she put out uh, remarks in that book that are not proven now? Will she be damning of Bruce Lerman in the book that's not proven or not defended in court? Everybody needs a fair trial. Exactly. And that's why I said this case has been tainted along the way. Well, it has been tainted. And we won't know if he's guilty or innocent. The whole thing is an absolute shambles. Dave Cochran on the Super Radio Network. When I used to think of a day out on the water, I'd think of fun in the sun with family and friends. The last thing I thought about was my life jacket. But a life jacket that hasn't been checked could be about as useful as a bicycle is to a fish. So now before I head out, I always make sure the cylinder is screwed in hand tight and the pull cord is out and ready for use. Learn how to check yours at lifejacketwearit.com.au. A message from the New South Wales Government. Something that can help you manage mild arthritis and other aches and pains is Arborvitae Joint Health, just like it helped Gary. Take my word for it, just take it. The worst that you can do is not like it or it doesn't work. That's the worst that can happen. Other than that, just give it a go. Always read the label and follow the directions for use. 
Go to Arborvitae, that's A-R-B-O-R-V-I-T-A-E dot com dot A-U or phone Arborvitae on 1300 879 863. Trying to choose new flooring, window furnishings or rugs for your home? Choices Flooring's Roomview makes it easy to find the look you've been searching for. Whatever the space or your flooring needs, simply take a photo of the area in your home and select your flooring styles, window furnishings or rugs from the thousands of colours, styles and texture options. Using Choices Flooring's Room View, you can see your selections right in your own home. Then send your favourites to your local Choices Flooring store to book a free measuring quote. Peters of Kensington is online. Shop all the top brands at great prices with the same excellent in-store service. They sell great cookware brands like Scanpan, Chasseur, KitchenAid, Breville and Smeg, as well as Red Oak Glassware, Wedgwood Dinnerware and much more. Peters also stock a beautiful range of home decor, lamps, rugs, furniture, cushions and Manchester. And they even have afterpay. Visit petersofkensington.com.au. Why would you shop anywhere else? Easy Mortgages offers flexible home loans to suit whatever stage you're at. Whether you're buying a home, investing, renovating or refinancing, they'll help you compare and save. Easy Mortgages lends quickly and easily, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. Visit the website, key in your details and get an answer within 24 hours. Go to easymortgages.com.au or call 1300 003 003. Australian Credit Licence Number 535100. 2SM has Sydney talking. 2SM has Sydney talking. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I... 19 after 5. Now, Laurie, I'm going to keep the guys' mics off so that you're going to be uninterrupted here. No, no, I had to get Alan. I, I, I didn't know whether he heard the story of the the last the, no, this year's broken down battery story. No, go on. I don't know whether you were listening a few weeks ago. Well, I came when I came on. We had a, I get down there the other morning. You know how we we actually have to line. There's a Maddie's flat. It's a double lane ramp, but there's usually quite a long line up to to launch your boat. If you get there really early, you get in. But we usually line up for eight or ten or twenty minutes. Anyway, the other morning we're all in the lineup, and this boat is over in the, you know, in the washdown bay. Yeah. And the washdown bay is diagonally pretty straight with the outside launching ramp. So what's going on? There's a boat over there with a uh, on 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 the trailer with a car hooked up, but with a uh, with a Toyota Hiace right beside the the engine of the Jump boat. Jump starting, yep. They so they they put the muffs on. They put the muffs on, turn the tap on, and they've started it on the, at the washdown bay because it's got a flat battery. I see where this it's is going. No joke, and they're waiting. As soon as the bloke comes out of the out of the out of the uh, what, is, what is the western side of the ramp, off with the muffs and back it in. These two blokes walk across in front of the headlights where everybody's lined up. Stop! 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 Everybody! Yep, off with the muffs and reverse it straight, straight down the ramp and put it in the water. Brum, 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 brum. Push it off the trailer and we're all happy. So we all jump on the boat and vanish to the mac- up to the mackerel grounds. And just like the one like, the year before where they... Remember we, the bloke, he, dr- he actually had the, the Toyota... You know, they backed the boat in and then drove the Toyota into the salt water up to the bull bar. Remember that? Yes. And started it that way. Well, that one got towed in on a bit of string. And uh, I didn't see what happened. I didn't I, a, I didn't see what happened to this one, and B, I didn't want to see. Well, I didn't see what where he went, what he did. But I, he, he wasn't killed, so 
Well, it's I was just, just trying it, to make the point, please, folks. There's a perfectly good tackle shop here that's got century, beautiful century yes. batteries. If you, if your battery's that crook, you know, you know, just go and shout yourself one or I don't know, put it on a tick. It's, it, like it's not that hard. Do, but don't go to sea with a battery like that. No. The, why, the only question for Alan was why do they run out of power after about four or five hours? What's the... Is it because the circuit... The battery is, is one of the charge, cells. The battery won't hold the charge. Yeah, that's right. Or? If it's got a cell gone, it won't hold the charge. Yeah. So you can put yeah. as much in as you want. And all and the alternators will be trying to trying to charge because yeah. the sensor's down just boils at worst, but it won't hold a charge. It'll, it'll have a little surface charge in it while you're running, be able to do things, but yeah. it just won't hold it. So, all right. So if you turn that off, it's never going to start. It won't start that's it. Again. If it's got a dead cell in it, no, it's, it won't start. It's the thing, it's, there's two things. Uh, the cell has either gone in the battery... Or yeah. your alternator. Well, this this boat looked like it had been parked under a gum tree for the last three years. It's covered yeah. in moss and. Well, most of the old outboards, the old two strokes, the TACA works off the alternator. Yeah. So. No, 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 no. This is a, you're talking a 1990s model V4 John R. I yeah, well, that's still the same thing. It'd be a two stroke. Yeah. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah, two bangers. So the the TACA pulse picks up off the alternator. So if the TACA's working, the alternator's working basically. The oh, charge right, circuit, okay. so you know that. But if it's charging and the battery's got a dead cell, it's not, not going to matter anyway. Yeah. Anyway, I'm just I'm, I'm just amused at human ingenuity to get the motor started. Well, when you not... can go up to the tackle shop, buy a brand yes. new battery, and go happily to sea safely. Yes, or ring the NRMA; they'll come down with the, they've got all the batteries. But in the time you do that, you might as well go to the tackle shop and buy a new battery. Five minutes away, Kieran. That's right. Yeah. Then are amazing, Kempsey. He's half an hour. Away. Oh, oh yeah. okay. Anyone seriously fishing should have a dual battery system. Anyway, absolutely. If you're a fair income, as I said, I've, I jumped on a boat one day that, that a beautiful boat. I mean, I told Al, a very expensive boat had one battery. I'm going, yeah. what do you mean? You got one battery? Yeah. Where's your alternate? Where's your? Where's battery B? Yeah. There's no battery B. Mm. Oh, right, eh? Yeah. You're talking about a hundred thousand dollar boat without two batteries. Yeah, should do you? You don't sell any boats single battery. Uh, we do the stasis and oh, the little, little ones you do, but like bar crushes come standard with dual battery systems yeah, well, and all the, the bits boat, of it. They'll supply me dual battery. Yeah, and most of the, most of the larger motors now have the capacity that'll charge two batteries at once. You don't yeah. even have to switch them across. It does it all. Down, four or five years down the line, oh. I won't wait for the battery to die. No, otherwise you get a, you can buy what they call a VSO, a voltage sensitive relay, which yeah. will split the voltage once it gets to something on a, a specific voltage on one battery, it'll go to the other one and charge that as well. Yeah, no, I just. I lost, my, I lost my thing is, you know, about every four years, just new batteries, please. I lost a set of start batteries in the big boat at uh, down at Hobart. Oh, um, right. And it was one cell died, yeah. and um, and this is on the crossing Bass Strait, and of course you don't know because the motor's running for sixty hours. Yep. And uh, it it just cooked all the other batteries. Oh. So we got down into uh, Royal Yacht Club of Tasmania, and you got to come around the back to get into the fuel wharf. Yeah. So I went in there, we fueled up, went to start it, nothing. Hmm. Interesting. So I went down, and I've got a, a switch where I can join to my house batteries and uh, started her up, put it back on the normal batteries. Went to use a bow thrust, no bow thrust to get out there. So that was interesting. Uh, yeah. Getting out, and it was about 75 feet wide, and I got to turn around a 66-foot <laughs> boat. I got around there, all right. And then uh, by the time I got halfway out in the bay, I got bow thrust back, you know, ah, battery problem. So yeah. when I tied it up, yeah, sure enough, it had killed a battery. Yeah. So, all right, anyway, fishing report. I just, uh, thought it was, no, I just thought it was just another novel way to start uh, a boat. Look, it's... 
it's a Darwin Award thing doing I that should, sort of thing. That's a, exactly. That's a, you'll qualify for the Darwin Award. So, yeah, we'll see if we change. We've gone from religion, now we're back onto fishing. Yeah, back on fishing. Yeah. Told you I should have switched there, Michael. It's only taken 25 minutes. Tuesday, Terry and I went up and got, well, we could have got all we wanted. We just got eight, I think. Um, Wednesday, I went up and got five in five, five in 20 minutes and came home uh, on the lures. And then um, yesterday, I took young Jasper. He caught a really big spotty mackerel. In fact, I mean really big, sort of touching nine kilo spotty mackerel. Uh, and we got um, what did we have? Uh, this is where I got this is where I got a bit of old school. Oh, you're fishing old school, pilchards and lures, you know. Yeah, and I'm, I lifted up the top of the fish box, which is a pretty big fish box. You couldn't fit a cigarette paper in it. <laughs> and the bloke went, oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I thought, well, <laughs> it might be old school, mate, but it still works. So we had two, well, we have two little Spaniards and uh, and six spotties, so and a Mac tuna. So Jasper got a good workout yesterday, and um, and uh, everybody got a feed of fish. So there's mackerel everywhere. Um, you can, you know, basically it's up to a habit. You know, the, the, the modern style is to catch live bait, go up and drag live baits around. But unfortunately, when you're trolling live baits, you're trolling at exactly the same speed as the shark swims. <laughs> uh-huh. and if I, look, if I go cut, if I cut behind one of my mates. I did it just for fun the other day with one of the other pros. I said, mind you, bait in, I'll just drive behind you because I can see the sharks on the sounder. I said, you've got three sharks straight, you know, 20 metres behind your boat. He said, you're kidding me. I said, no. I said, they're sharks. I said, you've got three beauty. And this is why people, people don't understand why the, they hit the mackerel and almost simultaneously the mackerel get hit by the sharks. Yeah. The sharks are swimming along. Of course, the boat's just crawling along at, you know, a knot and a half towing live slimies, the sharks are down 20 metres waiting for a dumb old mackerel to come along and, and, and eat the slimy. And as soon as, he, as soon as he hits the slimy and hooks up and the panic signals go out, the three sharks go flying up to the top, chop him to bits and leave you with nothing. <laughs> Normally ahead, that's about it. But they, I tell you what, they can't keep up with you with, at 20 kilometres an hour. No. 3,000 RPM, they cannot keep up with you. <laughs> so all the, all, the, all the mackerel we hook aren't, aren't, uh, don't give you... All, we haven't had one fish taken on... Um, we, by, all our lure fish have been caught. All our lure hooked fish have been caught. So we do lose a few when we're drifting with pillies because, we can, again, we can, see the, we can see the sharks hanging around in the burly slick. So we can see the mackerel too. So Anyway, it's, uh, it's interesting. There's plenty... If, you, if you're going to come up... The last two weeks, the fish, the mackerel have got thicker and thicker and thicker, sort of every week. So, I'm presuming this week coming up to the full moon, they'll be red hot. So, if you want to come up, they're lovely. They keep well. You can freeze them. Um, uh, once you catch them, don't. <laughs> there are people who tag and release them. You're just feeding the sharks. So, if you're going to catch them, do what we do: catch three or four and go home, or five, whatever you want. Uh, but if you if you're a traveller, they do keep. You can you can fillet them off and freeze them. They're okay. Um, so, but so the mackerel are good. Bottom fishing very quiet. Uh, Polish Pete went out on uh, Lauren Marie on Friday, and he only caught what did he catch? He had a big shark. Um, um, what do they eat? Those ones they eat down in Melbourne? Oh, gummy sharks. Gummy had a big gummy shark, which is very tasty. Just in case you catch one, they're pretty good. Fillet and skin, egg and breadcrumbs, good as anything. Uh, well, he had one snapper and a gummy shark, and the rest of the boat was likewise. So they've really struggled. So bottom fishing's a bit ordinary. If I was going to do anything, I'd probably go to Black Rock and anchor up in Burley. You've got a good chance of a snapper or some Moses perch or uh, something nice to eat. Uh, the rest of the bottom fishing's very average. A lot, of, a lot, 
of undersized reddies, undersized snapper turning up. It can't get out too wide. We've still got heavy current outside 50 metres. So that's going to be, and that'll be there till basically Anzac Day, folks. So while that's there, you're going to have be limited in your in your bottom fishing options. Uh, beach and rock, lots of uh, bits and pieces. There's a few big tailor turning up on the beach. Nice fish around the two kilo mark, 60 centimetre mark. In only in twos and threes, but there's there's a lot of reports of them. There's a lot of school mulloway that do will they are not legal. So I've I have not seen one caught off the beach that was legal. I've, in a, in a little small size anyway. So don't just sit there with your beach worms and keep catching them and feed them to the sea eagles. Just just leave them alone if you find them. There's a lot down near Richardson's, Richardson's Crossing on Crescent Head Beach. There's a heap of them. So just, just leave them alone. Whiting are scarce. There's a handful. Uh, off the rocks, it's a different story. Plenty of bonito and, and mac tuna and frigate mackerel. Plenty of cobia, heap of cobia coming in off the rocks. Little there's these little fish up to about five kilo, uh, but most of them are about one kilo. But there's a heap. Uh, you know, there's been catches sort of pushing fifty uh, between all the fishermen out on you know three, four, five fish each out on um, Hathead Point every day. So there's been a heap of big school of uh, cobia hanging around Hathead. There's a fair few here as well. Smoky Cape's got them, um, and my, my mate who was up through the week, he went down and had a session. Uh, at the cow hole under under the lighthouse, and he got uh, one drummer, about a kilo, and four nice brims. So he had a nice. That's all he wanted to take home to his family. He was happy with that. Uh, so that that's probably the, the the pick of the spots, easy to get to. And uh, so the rocks are okay, but as I said, beaches beaches are poor this year. It's not. It's not oh, partly because they're just flat. There's, they don't have much shape, so uh, there's not nice long gutters with holes and. They don't, they're not designed to actually hold much fish at the moment, so that's the problem. Uh, and we don't need, everyone says, oh, you just need another stir-up. Just You don't need another stir-up. You need a, a little period of settling to let the beach come back to the shape it should be in. So we're going, but it's going all right. We've had very good weather, so I can't complain. Uh, and the river is still red, absolutely red hot for these medium flatheads between 800 grams and 1.2 kilos. There's stacks of them. So uh, anywhere along the walls has been pretty good. Uh, up towards Stewart's Point, uh, been if you, there's a few really big ones come out of there up to 85 centimetres. In fact, there was one caught 85 centimetres at the boat ramp the other day by a kid, and then he got told he had to let it go. He wasn't very happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can't have that. <laughs> Because he actually dragged it up the boat ramp. It was quite clever. He got it round the corner of the wall and thought, oh, I can't lift it. I don't have a landing net. So he very carefully manoeuvred it onto the boat ramp and then shuffled it up the boat ramp so he, he didn't lose it, which was quite good thinking for a kid. He's, he's 12, you know, I don't know who he is. He's one of the local fellas. And, uh, yeah, when he got told he, he, he had to put it back, he was, um, yeah, not, very, not, not at all happy with that outcome. He was... That was destined to go home to mum. That one, anyway. So they put it. They told him to put it back, which he did. So you don't have to go that far. And there was a lot of brim caught at the boat ramp. I got told some, at night time they've been catching some very nice brim on pilchard pieces at the ramp. So that's a that's a little spot if you're just travelling and you, you know, and they fish them unweighted, just so you know, no sink, just a hook, and cast out. A, throw a, a, a bit of pilchard in the water, followed by a pilchard piece with a hook in it, and you'll get a nice brim. So, night time. If you go in the daytime, all the brim will be about as big as your hand. The smart ones come out at night. Uh, yeah, the rest of the river, there is a few whiting upstream from Jerseyville. 
there's a stack of school mulloway in the river. There's an odd one that's legal. Again, my advice is just leave them alone. Um, probably the pick of the things in the river would be to go bass, uh, sorry, flathead fishing or bass fishing. Plenty of bass upstream. So all in all, pretty good. And if you want to catch a mackerel, make start making some bookings and get up here in the next two weeks, you'll get mackerel. Sounds good. Okay, yep. Laurie, thank you well, for that. We'll see you next week. I, I might have one more. I'm in, I'm in Kangaroo Island. No, I'm here, here next Sunday, and then I'll... The following Sunday, I'll be in Kangaroo Island. Beautiful. Nice. Okay. Actually catching King George Whiting. Lovely. Yeah, I've got two... Well, I've gone down there and then Port Lincoln. I've got four days on the charter boats, and I'll have a bit of a spin car, so I'll have a bit of a throw. So we'll have a good report is from Julie KI. Is Julie going with you? Hey? Is of course Julie she is. going? Julie? Yeah. That's why we're going. Okay. <laughs> Get her out of here. He's been told. <laughs> No, no, no. This is my trip. I'm, I've never. I've, I've just. I always wanted to catch some King George Whiting. So this is my my trip. But yeah, see, don't worry. I don't get let off the leash like some people, Kieran. Okay. I don't get to travel the ocean waves all by myself. <laughs> Hang on, Anne does a lot of it with me. Whoops, there. Yeah, no, she does. She likes to fly there sometimes. Well, now, she doesn't do like the idea of crossing Bass Strait. At the moment, I said to her, I said, just fly to Adelaide and I'll pick you up in Adelaide. No, 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 no. It's obviously easy to fly from here to Adelaide. Somebody's got to give you instructions. (laughs) Keep him on the straight and narrow. Yeah, right, Kieran. Well, you've been here and you've seen the instructions. It doesn't take. Well, as I said, young Jasper crossed the line through the week on something. I don't know what it was, but he got he got some language hurled at him that he I don't think he'd heard from his mum. Yeah. Yeah, I shall see you on. Thanks, Thanks Laurie. Thanks, mate. Bye. Bye. Laurie McInerney from South West Rocks. We'll be back after the break. Imitators come and go, but there is only one John Laws. Over the weekend, I got taken for $8,311.24, but it was just so real. I just can't believe how I fell for it. I used to smoke like a chimney. I was crazy, and when I realised I was crazy, I stopped. It's going to become a thing of the past, at least in uh, New Zealand, where the country's parliament has just passed a law which will slowly result in a total ban on selling tobacco, and I think that's a very brave thing for New Zealand to do. Mate, I'm glad you brought up yesterday about New South Wales bureaucrats, especially in transport. Good on you for giving them a serve. They need it, and they need more of it. Thankfully, um, we've got people like you that do that. The John Laws Morning Show returns in 2023 on 2SM. It's never been more important to buy Australian than right now. Our local manufacturers and growers produce world-class products known for their quality, safety and reliability. All while generating local jobs, supporting our communities and helping Australian families now and into the future. So look for the trusted green and gold kangaroo logo. Buy Australian now. Visit australianmade.com.au For the management of pain and inflammation associated with osteo and other mild forms of arthritis, try Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. Look for Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and health food stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest Stiff Sore and Sorry stockist, go to loveoilcollection.com.au or phone Ray on 040 66 71359 
For over 40 years, Kubota have worked the Australian landscape and faced its challenges. From first light to sunset, our agriculture and construction range works with power and versatility that you can rely on. From our mid-size to professional tractors, dependable mowers, zero tail swing or conventional excavators and more. Kubota is building and shaping the future. Visit kubota.com.au or head to your nearest dealer to learn more. Recently retired and want to give back to the community? Looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause? Join View Clubs of Australia, a friendly women's network in your local community. View supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle of poverty. Become a member today. Call 1-800-805-366 or go to view.org.au. 2SM, Australia's king of talkback radio, John Laws, 9am weekdays. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only 22 to 6 Eastern Summertime. He's just pulling into the depot as we speak. PJ, good morning. G'day, how are you? Not bad yourself? I'm better now. I just pulled up. I've got to say, it sounded a bit quiet. Yeah. You didn't have to. Uh, you didn't have to listen to me bouncing all down Big Valley Road like you did. Yeah. <laughs> I did see the video this morning, though. Oh, good. Eh? Yeah, I didn't know. Uh, I didn't get a chance to look at it after it uploaded. Okay, what's happening? Sorry? what's happening? Oh, nothing much. Um, you know, just some unusual. Would have done. I left the depot at twenty past two, so I got here. At, yeah, that's not too bad. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty yeah. good. Um, cool. I've got to say, when you're talking to Laurie, that's a great idea to hit the button to cancel Kieran's mic. That worked really well. <laughs> 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 He's just looking up Thank from his paper. Thank you very much. <laughs> Sorry? Thank you. Yeah, not at all. Not a problem. <laughs> so, and, uh, all in all, it's all um, pretty good. Hey, one, one thing I wanted to mention was um, yesterday... I never, I never got to say it. But you know how I was talking about nature's often your, your best teacher? Yes. I spent some time walking around the, um, the sand flat. And, the, um, and, you know, what you learn. And I'll put the video up a bit later, um, Grant. Yeah. Um, there's five small male flatted imp- impressions in the sand. How do you know they're males? Because they're a lot smaller than the big female that I was surrounding. Okay. And because this is the um, because this is the mating season, they were um, you know hovering around. Um, if you walk around the sand flat at low tide, you'll see where the flathead lie, and that's a place to uh, come back and have a look on the flat tide. Or better still, at the top of the tide as the water starts to run out, that's where you're going to find you're going to get most of your your fish. Because what happens? You're an ambush predator, and they love to sit there and wait for the little fish to come in. And uh, as water recedes off the off the sand bank, well, the flatter just lie in the deeper drop-off section and, and wait for them and jump up and grab them. And uh, having said that, one of the fellas was fishing the lagoon the other day and he happened to uh, catch a giant herring. You know, they're, they're, they're normally a tropical species. So he's, he's come down with the warmer currents and he's gone into Kurangat Creek and he's made himself a lovely hole there. 
Um, anybody that's not seen one, I suggest you look it up because they're like a bonefish but longer. A bit flatter, but they jump like a mackerel. Okay. So, um, that was an interesting uh, catch. And that leads me to start thinking that there's going to be other things down there, like mangrove jack. Normally the, the mangrove jack, they're limited to southwest rock. But I reckon if I uh, pursue hard enough, I could find some. Okay. Yeah, but our, um, I heard you talking about my uh, prawn rig there the other day. Yes. Um, well, let's, let's have a look now. Late 80s, like when I was working at Windy Banks. Yes. Then we used to do those tips up with the Doreen too in the late 80s, early 90s. Yep. So I, um, I, I practiced putting that thing together for a couple of weeks up there when I was working for John and Annette. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's worked for me over the years. So anybody that wants to uh, go to the Facebook page and have a look at it, um, it's worthwhile doing. Um, and, and like I say, all I'm trying to do is take the, the guesswork and put... I'm not aimed at the... I'm not aiming at the, you know, the advanced fishermen, but what I'm trying to do is put the simplistic things that work for the people yeah. that... The, the average fish that goes out there in his holidays three or four times a year. How am I going to not waste my corn? Do I just go and whack a prawn on a hook and throw it over? No, you don't. Follow my tips, and they're a shortcut to success. Look, it might take an extra minute or so to rig the prawn that way, but you've got a much better chance of catching a fish. Yeah, and the only problem is it extends half an hour to your day because you've got more fish to clean. <laughs> <laughs> That's at least another two beers. Geez, you drink slow. <laughs> We're talking about Kieran drinks. That's four wines. <laughs> Careful. Hey? Careful or I'll get Julie to speak to you. Oh, well, I don't think... I haven't heard anything to Julie from this year. <laughs> I mean, I've been on the receiving end too, but uh, you only get it off Julie if you deserve it, I can tell you. That's fair enough. Yeah, yeah, but um, fish-wise, yeah, the fishing's been pretty good. And depending on what this weather's forecast, the bomb's saying we're not going to have um, some nice uh, seas for the next couple of days. So I don't want to get out and see if there's any mackerel up my neck of the woods here. Yeah, it's not but... all love with a ring later and see what he's, he's doing before he goes to South Oz. Yeah. But, um, sorry? Laurie was saying about the trolling, trolling the live baits as against the lures. What's your preference? Oh, look... If the sharks aren't thick, I'll troll live bait. But if they're thick, I'll definitely, um, I'll definitely troll the lures. Yeah. Like he's he's um, perfected that system over the years, and it just works so well. So you know, I'm not going to sit there and and um, and dismiss it because let's face it. Oh no, no I didn't want to dismiss it, but it's just you know, different takes on things and what sort of speeds you like to troll at. Yeah, well, I like, um, well, I used to like to anchor and and drift um, floats out the back of the boat. You know. Yeah. And all of a sudden, um, um, you can't use balloons, you can't use blocks of styrene. So we make um, torpedo floats on traces now that stay on the line, but they still hold the baits up. Um, the other the other things that um, I do is uh, is um, drift with pillies, like Laurie does, burly up and get your pillies going. Um, and then. Um, if I have to, well then that's when I pull out the the hex heads, and we um, we, we, we uh, fast troll. Yeah. 
Yeah, so it's it's not too bad. I've got so many options at my disposal. And the other thing I want to do, Alan, I've got a whole arsenal of stuff there. Is I want to try and spin one up on a on a top on a top water bait, no stick bait. Okay. So then then I guess I'll have some trouble with sharks. Yeah. But uh, we'll give that a go. But um, for anybody that uh, wants to come up and have a bit of a fish, the uh, the beaches are fishing really, really well for whiting. I know Matt Thompson fished the river yesterday. Him and his wife and kids, they got some nice brim and some flathead and whiting. So that's, uh, that's the lower end of the Manning there, around um, Bonnock and, and uh, what's the name of the place? Charlie's Island. And uh, as I said at Harrington, if you want to go up on the north wall and then walk across the sand spit and fish the run in, there's some really nice, Flathead, brim and whiting on, on take there. The butchers have got some really nice uh, really nice tailor coming in, like Laurie said. You won't get plenty, but you get one or two, but there's some good-sized tailor in amongst them. Um, unconfirmed report of a 45-pound Jew caught the other night down on the beach, so I'm gonna, I've got to catch up with my mate to see uh, who caught it. Because um, there's a couple of die-hold fellas. You don't see it. They come down after dark and they disappear and... They even go to great lengths as not to run leave a scale on the steps. That's how secret is. That's all right. That's what they enjoy doing, type of thing. Yeah, but um, they tell me that the lake in Foster's going nuts with whiting and blue swimmer crabs. And um, the upstream sections of the, you know, let me get this right, Wollamba River. Um, one of the guys weighed in some, well, some photos. Some really nice bass last weekend, and like I'm talking 50 centimetre bass, so they're wow. really good fish. So we've got we've got a system there. If you don't want to um, keep your fish for the way, and you can take a photo on a brag mat, and we use the fisheries um, measurements um, to get a weight. So that's how we do that. But the bass, they were they were some of the best uh, river fish I've seen in a lot of years. I can tell you, and they come out of the Willamba River. Okay. And uh, I reckon that's about it for me because there's a fellow here looking at me saying, are you going to back out from under these trains? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Pete. Thanks for that. We'll talk to you next week again. Yeah, right. I'll see you later. Okay, see you, Pete. Peter Johnson. We'll take a break. Weekends, breakfast to midday with Dave Cochran. Will she put out uh, remarks in that book that are not proven now? Will she be damning of Bruce Lerman in the book that's not proven or not defended in court? Everybody needs a fair trial. Exactly. Right. And that's why I said this case has been tainted along the way. Well, it has been tainted, and we won't know if he's guilty or innocent. The whole thing is an absolute shambles. Dave Cochran on the Super Radio Network. Got a boat or a jet ski? How good is getting out on the open water? Throw in a line, tow a tube, or just soak up the sun. But what if something happened to your boat? Get peace of mind with Club Marine Boat Insurance. They're specialist boat insurers and have been around for more than 50 years. Flexible cover for your jet ski or boat, motor or trailer, and gear all in one policy. Get a quote at clubmarine.com.au. T's and C's apply. Check the PDS to see if this product is right for you. Go to the Club Marine website for a PDS and TM. If your strata complex unit or your commercial building is in need of repairs or upgrades, Network Construction Services are the remedial building specialists with more than 70 years of combined industry experience. For waterproofing, concrete cancer repairs, facade or cladding replacement, structural repairs, upgrades to electrical and fire services and improving accessibility, you go to networkconstructionservices.com.au or you can phone Steve on 9808-5673. Whether you dream of winning a Commonwealth Games gold medal or three, like the Australian Jackaroos, 
or you're just searching for your next social competitive sport that could make you a local legend. The skills you've honed over a lifetime of playing sport will make you a legend on the bowls green. And that green is just up the road. Bowls, local legends wanted. Find a club near you. Visit bowls.com.au and click on Find a Club. Now you can make that tree change that you've always wanted when you move to the country and build your own PAL kit home. You can do it yourself with PAL and you'll save money. PAL has a great range of quality designs and floor plans from which to choose. Make this the year to follow your dream and build your own country home, the PAL kit homes way. Go to PAL, that's P-A-A-L, palkithomes.com.au or phone 1-800-024-024. Nine one two. For a game of golf you and your friends will love, take the chance to play Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club at Ludnam. With an immaculate 18-hole par 72 championship layout, Twin Creeks is an Augusta-like golf challenge you'll be raving about for years to come. To make a booking or for more information, go to twincreeksgolf.com.au or call the friendly, helpful staff at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club on 9670 Everything you need to know now. Sydney's 2SM. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. Ten minutes away from six. Not a bad day. 28 degrees. We do have a southerly change coming through late or more a trough on Monday, early Tuesday. So if you're thinking of heading out during the week. You can still go camping today. You can. Go camping? You're going camping? Yeah. There's a fishing show. Well, fishing and camping come together. You used to get out of the tent early in the morning, go down to the river, cast and catch a couple Hang of whiting or brim and bring them back, throw them in the fry pan. When bed. was the last time you went camping? Uh, I think the 16th century. Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't know where to go, do you? We tell him. No, no, I've been told plenty of times, so I'm not really sure which one I should How, would, how would you find out, if you were looking to go freshwater fishing, who would you talk to to Stevie try? Stevie Bowler, me. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, boys. How are we going? Not too bad yourself. Yeah, very much so. It's like herding cats in here today. Well, the good thing about talking to Stevie Bowler, he can not only tell me where I should go camping, but he can tell me what sort of snakes I should look out for as well. Uh, Yeah, Kieran, I I suspect with you it's all of them. (laughs) Anything anything that's wriggly and got no legs, you should worry about. And he can help you out with... He can help you out with I've ferrets as well. I've run into a couple of snakes with no legs. <laughs> There's plenty of them in broadcasting. With legs. Yeah. No, well, the camping and caravan show out here uh, just went off yesterday. It was a really, really great crowd, uh, and I'm expecting the same today. Um, and there's so many uh, things to see at the show. I don't know how uh, some of these uh, caravan dealers sort of can forward to, to bring as many caravans as they did. I mean, the, the guys that have come up from Wagga, they'd have probably wow. the better part of 15, 20 caravans with them on, on their site. Where are you at? Parks? Or well, were they Jayco's or what are yeah. they? Oh, I couldn't tell you. Look, car- caravans to me, I'm, I'm no expert by any stretch of the imagination. They all look sort of the same these days. So sort of yeah, there's <laughs> a big Jayco dealer at, uh, at Wagga. Yeah, um... Don't know. I should have a look and, and uh, let you know later. But uh, no, there's 
heaps of caravans there, big jumping castles for the kids. They got the the super tanks just across from me, and he's got a whole bunch of barramundi there. And every show, every lure he throws in the tank, those fish just go you know, absolutely mad for it. So it's, it's so funny to watch them grabbing these lures with no hooks on, and sort of trying to get them to spit the lure back out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's it's um, been been a good show yesterday, and um, you know we had a, a storm come through last thing in the day, sort of uh, four o'clock ish, uh, but that was okay. Everybody was gone by then, uh, and uh, looking forward to you know finishing up today, packing up and, and uh, scooting over to Sydney, and uh, then I'm back out here during the week for. Uh, a few bits and pieces, and uh, then the, the arms fair next weekend at Bathurst. So worth worth thinking about uh, coming out for the, the small arms fair at Bathurst, just at the showgrounds, and then you know you can always have a, a cheeky little fish uh, before or after. There's uh, plenty of, of good fishing opportunities around the area, that's for sure. Okay, with a couple of minutes, mm-hmm. this, this around the state where you have been, what some of the camping areas? What what would be the better areas? Oh, look, sites? any of the any of the state recreation parks uh, that actually adjoin those those waterways. So uh, you know the big four holiday parks and things like that that are on the lakes, uh, such as Keep It or uh, Chaffee or uh, you know Copeton. All of those are such great places to go with the the wife and kids and, and so forth because you they can enjoy themselves at the campground and use the facilities there. There's so much for them to do if they're not into fishing. But uh, the fishing is just on fire at the moment in those dams. And, and it's, it's so much water and it's it's so beautiful and green. There's so much you know, wildlife and things like that around for, for yeah, everybody else to enjoy and, and look at. But, you know, you, you'd be mad not to. And, I mean, a caravan's great. You can get away with just a, a tent in an unpowered site and just get away from uh, the phones and the computers and all that sort of thing for a few days. And, yeah, it's, some it's, of the dams you're talking about, like Keep It, which is which has had the water pumped out of it now. It's down to about 86, uh, but Chaffee's still up there at 99, and Split Rock's still on 100 percent. Eighty-six percent in Keep It is still an awful lot of water. Sure is <laughs> compared to uh, what we were a few years ago when it was. We're, we're at point know, five of one percent. That's right. So, believe me, there, there's plenty of water when it's at eighty odd percent, and uh, you you won't uh, run out. And you're even if you can get up midweek, you get the place pretty much to yourself. And uh, as I say, the fish are everywhere, so uh, it's. Well, uh, not a bad time of year to, to uh, you know, maybe think about having a, a sneaky little uh, midweek getaway. The prices are, yeah, are right. Yeah, St. Clair. I'd go to St. Clair. Good reports. I've had three or four good reports about St. Clair. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I've had the same. As, so I was speaking uh, to the guys that were fishing over on a couple of weeks ago, and they, they were telling me it's absolutely on fire with uh, the redfin and the trout. Yeah. Everywhere I'm getting reports. Like I haven't heard anyone say that a, a dam isn't fishing particularly well. It, you know, it's, it's more a case of, um, you know, everywhere's on 
you know, just going really, really well, and uh, I don't know anywhere that's not. So <laughs> it's, it's one of those things you spoil for choice. Steve, so pack, we, up, pack we, up your kids, pack up the dog and cat, get the get the tent organised, and away you go. We're going to finish? Yep. No worries, guys. I'll speak to everyone next week from the arms fair. Thanks, Steve. Have a great week. The a break coming up in the news. The